This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. And this morning we're going to drill it back to the essence of this whole question about law, and it's a discussion about how law is made in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Joining us this morning, uh, Samantha MacArthur. Sam, thanks for coming in. Good to have you with us again. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So let's um, let's start at the beginning. Eh? Who, who is it who's responsible for getting to make New Zealand law? Okay, so um, in our legal system, Parliament is supreme. Um, so they make law through legislation and then pretty much everything else can be traced back to that. All right. Tell us about this process for Parliament. Sure. So um, pieces of legislation start their lives as bills. Um, those are draft pieces of legislation and they're yet to be enacted. Um, so there's a couple of ways that you can get one in front of Parliament. You have to be an MP. Um, if you are a Minister in Cabinet, then you can take your bill for the law that you want to make or update or change to Cabinet. And then if they all approve, then it gets taken to the House of Representatives, that's Parliament, um, and it goes through the three readings and gets debated. Um, and if the majority of votes for it, so that's um, over 50%, then it can become enacted legislation. Um, if you're an MP outside of Cabinet, um, and that includes opposition MPs, you can put a bill forward and it will be assigned a number. Then if there is time to debate a member's bill, a random number gets drawn and the corresponding bill is tabled and goes through that same process. Um, interestingly, both of our referenda last year, the proposed Cannabis Legalisation and Control Bill and the End of Life Choice Act, both started their lives as members' bills. Um, the cannabis one from Chloe Swarbrick and the Green Party and the End of Life Choice Act Interesting. from David yeah, It could, could be that something sits there for a while and never gets drawn. Yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> something it, can get drawn and become... A major part of our voting Indeed. system. Yeah. Uh, so look, let's go to that earlier stage that you talked about, the, mm-hmm. the three readings uh, of um, a bill. Tell us about that. Sure thing. So um, a bill does go through quite a bit of debate before it becomes law and the public can also contribute at different stages. Um, so it can actually end up looking quite different to the original bill if substantial changes are made. So for a start, it gets introduced to the House, the MPs get a chance to have a read and have a think about it and it's also at that point that it becomes publicly available on Parliament's website legislation.govt.nz and then for us to see as well um, it goes through its first reading and then it's voted on and then if it passes that vote it goes to the select committee the select committee will usually have six months but it can be left to gather and work through all the information that it needs and to issue a report on the bill and that includes any changes that it would recommend um, then it goes to the second reading. Um, just like the first, if the majority votes yes, it continues on. If no, it gets dropped. Um, and then it goes to a committee of the whole House where MPs consider the bill in detail and vote on changes to it. Um, and that committee reports to the House that they're responsible to the House of Representatives. Then we have our third reading. Um, that's the last one. And if there is a yes at that stage, the bill is passed. All right, handy we tip there for us. If you want to see these bills in progress, legislation.govt.nz. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I must say, I've never visited there, but I guess you probably have as oh, a law it's student. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, Sam, what happens after that? Okay, so at that point, um, the bill gets signed by our Governor General, um, that's the Royal Assent, and um, that's where it becomes an Act of Parliament. Um, and an Act comes into force on the day that it says it will. There's usually a wee section in there that says this Act comes into force on X date, um, and then it applies 
from that point on, it's very, very uncommon for an act to apply to things that happened before it comes into force. So they're usually forward-looking. All right. Um, for many of us, these processes take place kind of in a vacuum. They, they, uh, you know, we leave it to the politicians to deal with it. But what, what if we want to have a say? If there's a bill before Parliament and I want to have my say, what do I do? Absolutely. There's lots of ways that you can do that. Um, so I mentioned before, between the first and second readings, it goes to a select committee. And you can also see on Parliament's website what's before the select committee. And we can make submissions on bills that are there. Um, so to let them know how we feel about it. Um, a good submission will highlight the particular part of the bill that it supports or disagrees with and we'll give clear reasons why um, and then once the second reading starts we are able to lobby our MPs to um, support the bill or vote against it. And of course we've got the power of the vote. Absolutely, um, MPs at the end of the day are representing us so if we think that they're not making law the way we want them to we can vote for someone who we think will do the best job of it. All right, Sam, that seems to be a process that I can get my head around. If I can get my head around it, probably just about anyone can. Uh, but are there other ways that New Zealand law can be made? Um, yeah, so we do have some rules and regulations that can be made. So they are different to Acts of Parliament, but some Acts of Parliament will permit certain people or bodies to set certain rules or regulations or bylaws. Um, we call that delegated legislation um, because Parliament is essentially delegating some rulemaking that needs to be done quite quickly or quite often. Um, and the Act will say how that those rules need to be made. So the person who is allowed to make these rules needs to do it in the way that the Act conferring the power says they need to do it. They can't just go willy-nilly. Um, and the rules are also amenable to things like judicial review. So if the rule contravenes or is, goes against the Act, that lets it be made, or other pieces of legislation, it can be struck out. But that's only for those for Acts of Parliament. That's not the case. Parliament is supreme and they can do most things if they choose to. Well, that's probably another conversation to have sometime too around the making of regulations because the Act's one thing, but it's the regulations that sort of give effect to these um, to these laws, right? Or Some the, of them, the, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the, the how to cross the T's and dot the I's on everything, the process around uh, uh, the Act. So, mm, well, it looks so interesting. Um, thank you for bringing that to us. And um, if I've taken something from today, it's that uh, idea that we can have our say, uh, dip into legislation.govt.nz, see what uh, is being processed through Parliament. And if you do want to have your say, uh, have it, because that's what democracy is all about. Sam, thank you so much for taking some time to join us uh, to give us that overview from Community Law Otago. We look forward to catching up with Community Law Otago for Speak Legal same time next week. Thanks very much. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago, Training for Life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.